Welcome to A Healthy Bite, where you'll get bite-sized bits of motivation to help you get on the fast track to excellent health. Get ready for a three-part series with Rebecca Hoff, the creator of ThatOrganicMom.com and author Jamie Amarine of Sacred Grounds Sticky Floors, administrators of the popular online women's group, Hope Lively, a place where they created for women who are looking for hope while dealing with chronic illness or simply in need of emotional support. Are you overworked, overwhelmed, and burned out? You're not alone. Listen in as Rebecca and Jamie offer encouragement with a new way of looking at the hot topic of self-care. It's probably not what you think. You can also watch this conversation on Jamie's YouTube channel. So check it out. Get ready to dish with the girls. Hi, I'm Jamie Amarine. Hi, I'm Rebecca. That organic mom. So, okay, so I told you I was going to surprise you. We're talking one more time about self-care. I'm going to set my alarm this time. I did not set it the last time. I set it for 12 seconds and then I set it, didn't set it. So I pushed start. But, um, so I, um, think that we should talk about self-care from the point of when nobody's taking care of you at all, whether you're a single mom or widowed or just alone mm-hmm. or a caregiver of any kind. What is that? Um, sorry. Did you see that? Um, so that feeling of being utterly alone and everything that you have, everything that you are is keeping everyone else afloat and either your spouse is despondent or a butthead or um, your marriage is over, whatever. But I always think of this, um, especially um, – working full-time working moms that work outside of the home that have small children that are single. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. I mean, I did it, but I don't think I, I did all of the things then that I do now. I just don't know how I kept it together back then. See, and I, I've, I've never been in that position, but I think about it like on snow days and, um, just knowing that, that there's nobody to give you any reprieve or, how could you possibly have self-care? Well, you know, I have experience here because I have been a single mom and it's not easy. No, but I think adding, I think that one of that, that scripture that we talked about in the last session from, um, first Peter five, seven, live carefree before God. He is most, more, most careful with you. And, um, I think that one of the biggest favors that you can give yourself in that situation is to know that he's most, he's most careful with you. Even if nobody else is, he's for you and he's with you. And, you know, speaking those things out loud to him, if that's your only form of self-care is just in, alone in the bathroom for two seconds while you pee and somebody's banging on the door, God, I need reprieve. Send me reprieve, send me peace, send me joy, send me these things because I'm losing it. And instead of thinking that you're somehow being punished or in trouble. So, um, but yeah, you do have more experience. I've had very, very small incidents where I was alone with a lot of kids. Um, but I'm very blessed in that Justin and I have never, we've partnered the whole way through. So that's good. Yeah. I, it's funny too, because I, when I was alone, I knew I had to be responsible for all the things and I just did it. 
And I think, I mean, it probably was hard at times. I, I remember going to school, college, uh, holding down a full-time job and taking care of my kids all at the same time as a single mom. And it's mind boggling now. I can't even imagine how I made that work, but I did. I didn't take a day off from work because I shortened my hours each day so that I could go to class. So I would take my kids to school first thing in the morning, like seven o'clock. Then I would work my job from like eight 30 to two 30. Then I would pick my kids up from school, take them to the babysitter. Then I would go to college and go to my class. <laughs> then I, when I got out of classes, I go pick my kids up, go back home, start my homework, help them with their homework. Hopefully they're already done. I mean, it was chaos and I did that all throughout the week. And then I had to ask for help on the weekends because I had to work at least six hours on Saturday and Sunday to make up for the shorter days, Monday through Friday. So it was chaotic. And I'm sure there's a lot of other moms that have done that too. But during that time, I just pulled it off because I knew I had to. But now having a very capable husband who does a lot of stuff for me and he wants to do these things for me and he, he takes joy and pleasure in, in doing things for me. It's kind of weird because you start to depend on that other person. And then suddenly I'll be asking him to do something for me that I know I'm full well capable of doing. And then I realize why am I asking him to do this? I can do this, but it's just, you know, the mindset, you know, I never thought about having to do it on my own at that time. And I'm sure I didn't take great care of myself. No, but can you see where like, or, and so maybe this is where this helpful point comes in is if you are a single mom and you're in a scenario like Rebecca just talked about, and, and then you look at going to school as your self care, you know, if that's all it is, if, if that's all it is, but it's naming something that's for me, this right. is for me. Right. And I, I do think that when you, when you're able to do that and you're able to say, this is for me, this is mine. And um, whether it's a piece of chocolate or, you know, your makeup or whatever, but labeling something that's for you, that it shifts that mindset that's a really good point. And I mean, that's actually why, because I'm, I set my own hours. I, I was in charge of my schedule at work. And that is the reason why I chose to work from 830 to 230 was a form of self-care because being able to pick my kids up from school, being able to drop my kids off to school instead of putting them on the bus for myself, for me. There's nothing wrong with that. If someone no, that, no. but for me, that was important. And if I didn't do that, I would feel bad. I would feel guilty. Like I'm letting my kids down. That's just, mm -hmm. just based on my own experiences. But that for me was a form of self-care because it made me feel like I was the Wait, bomb you mom. Fine. Yeah. I was a good mom. Fine. Yeah. And it, and I think that that is, can be true with, if you're doing something that, that brings you peace of mind, that's self-care. It is. I mean, it just is. It's just a matter of saying, you know, this is what I have to do. And I actually think of that too, as I saw um, some little girls, little tiny girls um, that are in at Sam's school that, that walk to school every morning. And I just remember thinking, I, I can't fathom not knowing that they made it. But that always, always also leads me to this place of going, what are the circumstances that, you know, if it is a single mom and she 
an hour before them or whatever. And so I think that there's things that you have to bring yourself to, you know, however that's set up, maybe it doesn't bother her at all. And she's at home and, you know, she thinks they're perfect, perfectly safe. And, and I'm not criticizing what I'm saying is, is that we're all in different situations. And for me, I, I think that I'd rather work nights just cause I can't picture like, that's just my thing. It's taking them to school. I don't care how they get home. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take them. <laughs> I want to be the one that takes them. If, and, and, and I, you know, I had this happen the other day. And so this is another thing that I, I try and do that I consider self care because I was so horrified by this, but somebody called something that was wrong with my blog and I was dropping Sam off for school and we have a ritual when he gets out of the school at school I turn and I say I love you have a good day and then he walks it's hilarious you have to see it he walks and I just pray that he's not going to slam into one of these um poles yeah. he's looking at me just waving right so but I got a phone call and I had it on speaker and I'm talking and he got out of the car and left and I didn't say anything and I got halfway to Charlie's school and I was physically just like, oh, he get I didn't okay. even tell him goodbye. I didn't, I did. I mean, I, and I couldn't let it go. And Justin was like, Jamie, I'm sure he's fine and everything. I ended up, I called the school and I was like, can I come have lunch with him? Cause I just, he probably Aww. was way past it, but I just couldn't get past it. And the, the reception was like, you're not going to believe this. We have open campus every day of the year, except for today. And we don't have it today. And I just, I was so, I couldn't get past it. I couldn't function. I couldn't write. I couldn't, I just felt so sad and sorry. And so I just asked her, I said, will you do something? Will you take him a note? Will you do something? Because I messed up this morning and she did it. And the minute she did it, she sent me a picture of him with this note that said, mommy said she loves you. And I was glad that she could do that. But you know, peace of mind that came after that, set me free to do other things. And if you have something that's robbing you of peace and um, something you have guilt or remorse over and you don't reconcile that, you're not taking care of yourself. Right. I mean, that kind of torment, it robs you of creativity. It robs you of um, organization. And I, I, for me, if I can't, you know, it's like, I, I want to apologize for something or if I, I, I am plagued by something, I want to get it over with, you know, and be set free from it. Yeah. And I have done that exact same thing that you just described. I've been, when my kids were in private school, I, I really remember this one day when I got a phone call just like you and I took the phone call, which why I did, I don't even know, but I'm talking on the phone and the kids get out and the door shut, whatever. They're, they're not in the car. I move on in the line and I get halfway home and I, I realize I didn't watch them walk into the school. And so I had that same feeling you did, that kind of almost panicky feeling. Did they get inside the school? I did not see them going. And I almost, I was in a panic too, but I didn't call a school. I just got over it. But I think, <laughs> I mean, I worked my way through it. I should have called the school. But anyways, uh, the point that I was going to make is that I wasn't present at that moment when I should have been. Because I could have easily let them out and called that person back, just 
watch them get out of the car and then call a person back. But I wasn't present really for the phone call or the kids and, and a good form of self care is to be present with whatever the thing is you're doing right now. Put focus your attention on that one thing instead of spreading yourself so thin that you're trying to do five things at once. And you can't remember if you even put the check in that envelope that you just sealed for the bill that you were trying to pay. And now you have to open it back up again. Oh yeah, the check actually is in there, but I forgot to sign it because I was doing all this other stuff. And so basically ignoring self-care means a schedule that's out of balance. Basically, yeah. well, yes, when you need to say no. Right. And if you're alone and nobody is helping you at all, like we were just saying, and I think it's very important to designate certain things as self-care. I'm doing this, you know, I'm investing this amount of time in my children. That's a form of self-care. Right. Just because, you know, it's not all, it's not a bubble bath or a pedicure or whatever. If you have peace of mind and if you are designating something for future well-being, like going to school or working two jobs or any of those things, those are still self-care. Right. That's still being fully present into what you need and what your kids need and what your and I consider that self-care. Maybe so an acknowledging. Good. Yeah, it's just. So you say acknowledge that I am doing this mm -hmm. and this is a form of self-care for me. And that makes you more aware of the fact that you actually are doing some of these things to take care of yourself. Absolutely. So that was our 12 minutes. So I guess we are signing off. But this again. So this is a three-part series. You can catch the other parts of this series on Rebecca's channel or on my channel. And um, I haven't decided when I'm putting mine up yet, but you can also find Rebecca's on Hope Lively, which is our mutual Facebook um, women's group, support group. <laughs> women's support group, which Rebecca does fabulous things on and shares a whole bunch of stuff. And this has been super fun. Yes. I feel so take care of yourself. <laughs> I'm going to, I, well that I'm actually going to say, this for me was self-care. I can hear my mom hacking up a lung and the vandals are terrorizing her. <sighs> I'm fully present here. So I love you, Rebecca. Good. I love you too, Jamie. All right. See you next time. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to A Healthy Bite, where you get bite-sized bits of information from my mom to help you on your path to wellness. Remember, you can find more detailed information at thatorganicmom.com.